So, Dale, I don't know how much you know about therapy, but it usually starts by you telling me a little something about yourself. I thought there'd be couches and Kleenex and shit. Look at me, son. It's not your fault. Do you want to talk about some of those feelings? I love you. Obviously, you don't know me. So how's this supposed to work? You sit, I sit, we talk. Hi, I'm Dr. Sam. And I'm Dr. Fran. Welcome to Freudian Scripts. The podcast where we put your favorite TV shows and movies on the hypothetical couch and take a deeper dive into the way psychology is portrayed. We analyze the way therapy looks in entertainment, discuss the way psychological diagnoses are portrayed, and break down other psychological themes seen on our screens. As a reminder, Freudian Scripts is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult your mental health professional with any questions and seek care if needed. The content and clips in today's episode will contain explicit language and mature and adult themes. Welcome there, Freudian scripters. We hope that you all finally enjoyed being able to listen to the 50-50 session, and we're really excited to be bringing you a second opinion mini session this week. Um, Our last mini session seemed to be really popular. People enjoyed just how candid and like funny and ridiculous it was, so we're really excited to bring you today's. Um, As a quick reminder, Second opinion is the term that people use when someone is seeking advice from an expert, typically a medical expert in the field, to make sure that they are getting the same advice that they may be told by a first expert. And so we're doing a play on this for our second opinion sessions where Dr. Sam and I will share clips, maybe for the first time, maybe we've seen the clips before, but it's been a while, but we want the kind of on-air live impressions on something that may be going on, and usually we will try to pick a general theme for the episode. Yes, and so the way that this is going to work logistically is that we will each take turns playing a short clip for each other, and then as we're watching the clip, we will get unscripted, unfiltered impressions. And again, the clips that we've selected for each other are a surprise. So Dr. Fran does not know which clips I am going to present to her today. I do not know which clips she is going to share with me. And for the theme today, um, for this second opinion, we are really looking to get a second opinion on holiday family drama. So as you know, we're approaching the Thanksgiving and Christmas and other winter holidays season. So that is the theme for today. We are excited that we both picked clips that are somewhat in the theme of like family drama in the context of holiday season. Um, We know this is a time that people are probably traveling, thinking about spending time with family that maybe they haven't seen in a while. So we thought this would be a fun theme to bring in for today's second opinion session. Yes. So the content of our clips today might not really be like therapy focused like they were last time. Rather, we're going to be playing scenes of like a family or family members or a couple, whoever the case may be. Um, And then Dr. Fran and I will take turns kind of breaking down like their reaction, their communication, what is going wrong, what could have been done differently, and just other kind of tenets of things we know based on like family dynamics and, you know, how therapy might look for families, um, things of that nature. So we're excited to get into it. Dr. Fran is going first this time, so I will be playing my clip for her. (laughs) And Dr. Sam has been laughing maniacally as we have been preparing for this episode, so I'm curious to see what she has chosen for me. No, it's not because of that. I don't know. I'm just very in a I'm in a very uh, quick to laughter mood, I guess, very giggly. So I think this will make for an interesting reaction. <laughs> just generally interesting reactions. <laughs> All right. So here we go, Dr. Fran. What do you have for me, Dr. Sam? I would like to get your opinion on a scene from Four Christmases. Have you seen that movie? Ooh. I don't know if I've seen that movie. Oh my gosh. I my family and I 
It's like one of those movies for some reason. It's just like a holiday classic for us now. We love it. We think it's so funny. We quote it all the time. <laughs> so, of course, it's even better that Dr. Fran has not seen the movie. Um, and for those of you out there who have maybe not seen it as well, Four Christmases stars Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon as Brad and Kate. And they're like this really posh, like San Francisco couple. Um, they never go to see their family during Christmas. They always go like on a really fancy vacations and cool trips and stuff like that. They don't like to really spend time with their family members. Um, but when their flight gets grounded, they end up having to stay in town for the holidays and they have to go to four different Christmases because both of their parents are divorced. So they have to go to like to Kate's mom's and dad's and then Brad's mom's and dad's. Um, and that's the premise of the movie. So the scene that you'll be watching is when they go to Brad's father's house for Christmas. All right, Dr. Fran. So you're going to go ahead and play the clip. I will give you for a very brief context that right before this scene, Brad had just been in the other room getting physically beat up by his brothers. Play. <laughs> God, honey, I am so sorry that you had to see that. Listen, let me apologize for them. And if you want to say mistletoe because it's too heavy for you, I get it. I totally get it. Don't feel weird about that. If you need to get out of here, you let me know what your comfort zone is because that was weird. Is mistletoe like a code word to Safe get word. out of the situation? Yeah. I appreciate that he's opening it up being very upfront and transparent of like some weird stuff's going on. If you want to get out of here, if you want to leave, like I understand. So like, yeah. good start, Vince Vaughn. He was trying the whole time before they even went in to like, oh, you know what? It's just going to be too weird. Let's go. He was trying to avoid coming. So uh, <laughs> now he's like. <laughs> so he might be using it, her discomfort as an excuse to not be there. I, I, I cannot believe you did not tell me your real name. What are you talking about? I just. It's just crazy to me. We've been together for three years and I don't even know your real name. Doesn't that strike you as a little bit odd? <laughs> Wait, what? She doesn't know his real name? <laughs> so earlier in the movie, when they get to the dad's house, they're all calling him Orlando. She's like, your name's Brad. He's like, well, my my like birth name is Orlando, but I go by Brad. And she never knew this. <laughs> Interesting. Mm -hmm. I can understand why she's a little upset or confused. No, it doesn't strike me as a little bit odd. I hated my name, so I changed it. You don't say, hey, my name used to be asshole, but it's Bob. You just say, my name's Bob. <laughs> Maybe to a stranger on the street, but to somebody you're sharing your life with, yeah, you tell them your real name. I really don't want to get into this right now. By the way, this is exactly what I was afraid would happen if we came here. This isn't us. This is them. We're letting them in. Okay, he's trying to give context that, like, we're not normally in conflict, but mm -hmm. right now we're dealing with conflict because of the stress. He's, like, trying – but he comes off as a little condescending, but I think that's just, like, Vince Vaughn's M.O. That's just kind of <laughs> how he is. Okay, but your real name is an asshole, is it? It's not, like, your middle name because I don't want to be blindsided again. Oh, that's very funny. Go ahead and take a shot at me. It's bad enough I have to deal with those Neanderthals, but now i got to take it from you, too. No, you shouldn't. And you shouldn't let them walk alone either. Kate, they are trained UFC fighters. They know pressure points on people. But you're twice their size. They're semi-professional cage He's fighters. Like, six, like one person comes out, one person doesn't. You know what I mean? I like cockfighting, but like with dudes. I thought you said they were personal trainers. They're dude cockfighters. <laughs> like that thing that you see on the pay-per-view? Yes, exactly. Oh. Except they don't actually get paid for it. They mostly just brawl in people's <laughs> backyards and then they upload the footage to YouTube. <laughs> Honey, my childhood was just like the Shawshank Redemption, except I didn't have some kind, older, soft-spoken, gentle black man to share my struggle with. Another movie reference. I like yeah. it. But you're not that child anymore, okay? You're a grown, strong, confident, successful man. Okay, I, I really don't want to get into this. Right, let me just let you know the truth. 
they're intimidated by you. I like that she's trying to build him up. They went from very quickly, like, having a bit of a conflict, like something that could have escalated, but did a nice job of trying to de-escalate the situation. And now she's trying to help him stand up for himself and not be bullied by his much smaller but stronger brothers. <laughs> yes. I agree with that, Dr. Brand. And I think, you know, it it's true. Like, he definitely seems uncomfortable, has, like, a lot of, like, doesn't get along with them. He keeps remembering, like, when they, you know, he's talking about the childhood being beat up. And she's kind of, like, you know, giving him a positive pep talk and getting him to remember his strengths. I like that, too. What you need to do is go out there and set some healthy boundaries and demand that they respect you. Okay. You okay, Reese. Hey, big city. Time to open up some presents. Okay, I have a feeling this isn't going to go well, and I will <laughs> say, like, maybe in the height of, like, family stress and holidays, like, maybe that's not the time to change your dynamics and try to start setting different boundaries or different, you know, I think it can be, yeah. but I can imagine it's not going to go as well as Reese is hoping it will. <laughs> Right. Okay, gentlemen. They are a little intimidating. Just take it down yeah. a notch, please. I'm not a kid. You can't talk to me like that anymore. We're adults. Do you understand? I'm a grown man with hair on my chest, right? There's going to be certain <laughs> boundaries that are going to exist between us. Now, they might be invisible, so I know that you gentlemen won't be able to see them. But you're certainly going to be able to respect the fact that they're there. Interesting approach. He's being very direct. He's being yeah. very clear on the boundaries he's planning to set. Again, I'm going to imagine that they're not going to respond well to this and are maybe going to be defensive or angry or say, screw your boundaries, we're going to do whatever we want. <laughs> These boundaries are not to be crossed. And if they are crossed, there's going to be real consequences to that. Ooh, ominous. Consequences. As, a, as someone who has a lot of siblings, I can imagine that this is just going to antagonize them and like, oh, there's going to be consequences if we push your boundaries that like might make them more likely to want to push his boundaries. And what are the consequences? You can't just say there are consequences. <laughs> oh. Welcome to the Oxygen, <laughs> son! So they are now wrestling him. Ow, they're like body slamming him. Oh, and now the kids are running in. Oh, no, you boys get hurt. I lose custody again. Oh, no, the kids are slapping him. No one's doing anything. Oh, Dad finally steps in. Now, let's open the present so Orlando can get to his other Christmases, all right? <laughs> oh, that got out of control. Wow, that escalated very quickly. I mean, again, I was expecting something not good was going to happen, but that was very intense. Um, and I bet Reeson is kind of making these faces the whole time of, like, originally she was kind of like, good job, like, pumping him up, like, with her eye, her, like, verbal, nonverbal language. But then after he starts getting beat up, I think she's like, ooh, that was maybe not the best move. Yes, and you predicted it, Dr. Fran. They did not take well to him trying to set boundaries. Um, they right away became, you know, physical. They started wrestling. What did you think about the children getting involved in the in the brawl? Pretty horrifying. It's like really bad modeling, first of all, to even have children in the household while these grown adult men are beating up their brother. Mm -hmm. And then the kids come in and are like, tag me in. Like, I want to go into it. And dad says something like, 
oh, if you get hurt, I'm going to lose my custody again. So he already knows that this is probably not a good idea Mm -hmm. for the children for multiple different reasons and is like, no, go ahead. And clearly these kids have been exposed to a lot of violence and, you know, foul language. And this is just extending that. And if they're doing it at home, is it happening at school? So just like so many problematic things with these family dynamics in this just this very short scene. You know, this movie has a lot of very uh, troubling family dynamics, as you mentioned, Dr. Fran, but I thought the same. I thought, you know, like, what, in just the span of these three minutes, we were able to see, like, interaction between Brad and Kate and, like, their dynamics and some tension with, like, Mm -hmm. you know, are they telling each other the truth and then trying to support each other? And then the family dynamics between him and his brothers, Um, even the father, you know, his father's just sitting there, like, Mm -hmm. kind of cheering on the fight until the last second he finally stops it. Um, So I thought it was a good kind of snippet into all of those windows for the reasons that you mentioned. I agree about the piece with the children, like, horrifying. And obviously they, unfortunately, have been exposed to a lot of, like, this kind of, like, violent behavior or this kind of, like, wrestling and fighting. Um, They're even, Mm -hmm. like, more scary than their fathers once they get tagged in. Well, and I think another interesting piece of this dynamic in the clip is having, you know, Brad's wife or Brad's girlfriend, whatever she is, Mm -hmm. like, her come into the scene, too, and kind of thinking about, like, they're going to these four Christmases, I assume, like, right, there's, like, the in-laws and kind of coming in as the outsider and that being kind of an awkward dynamic. Plus, I think it's kind of nice for him in this scene that he's brought this kind of ally, this extra person and that he's able to kind of try to weather these family dynamics. And unfortunately, like her advice ends up escalating the situation and not going well. But she's her heart's in the right place. She's like, you know, you don't ha- it doesn't have to be this way. You can stand up to your brothers. We can change the dynamics. And it's nice that he has that person to support him and be maybe a sounding board with uh, when they leave this and drive home and are just venting about how ridiculous things was. Like, he's just not alone, at least. That's true. Very true. And, you know, I think... Um, unfortunately, for the purposes of the movie, they continue on to the next household that also does not go well. This is like the first one they go to, so it starts off oh, on a gosh. <laughs> it starts off on a bad note and just kind of gets like weirder from there. Um, but I do think you know, at least initially, this kind of shows like what you mentioned. They're very supportive of each other, but then as they continue to encounter like different family dynamics and different stressors, it starts to also wear on their bond. So right, mm-hmm. I can imagine that. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, good clip. I am. I feel like I've, I feel like I have to have seen this movie at some point because it was pretty popular when it came out and has a lot of famous actors and actresses yeah. in it. Um, but this is making me want to rewatch it. So it's definitely funny. I feel like it's one of those movies, and this also could be because I do like Vince Vaughn comedies. But I feel like it's one of those movies that the more you watch it, the more funny it becomes. If that makes sense. So. Mm-hmm. All right, now I'm scared about what your clip is going to be. <laughs> All right. So, Dr. Sam, I would like to get your second opinion on a clip from the movie Instant Family. Oh, I have, have you not seen, seen Instant it. Family. No. Nice. Yes, I want to see it, but I have not. It's with Mark Wahlberg, right? Yeah, yeah. so this is a movie starring Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne. <laughs> and the both. basic premise of the movie, it's actually inspired by a true story, but it is not like a biopic or anything like that. So the characters are mostly made up, but it's inspired by a true story of this couple who decide they want to adopt some children and kind of the struggles as they are going through the adoption process, but also managing family and their judgments and perceptions. So the scene I'm going to show you today is actually at Thanksgiving dinner and the main characters have just decided they might hold off on the adoption process because they've just gone through this challenging experience where they met the kids they might adopt and they didn't think it went really well. And they're kind of questioning whether they would really be the best parents and if they're ready for this. 
and they go to family dinner um, during Thanksgiving to share this news with um, the character that Rose Byrne plays. It's her parents and her two sisters who are both either trying to have children or already have children and have a lot of opinions. Okay, I'm excited. I do want to see this movie. Have not watched it. Okay, the family's all around a table. Food is being served. Honey, come on. Oh, she's funny. Right, everybody. Hands. Hands, hands, hands. Thank you. Eyes closed. I'm thankful for my beautiful grandchildren, including the the very lucky kids that are soon to be adopted by two wonderful parents. I'm really thankful for that, too. I mean, that is really inspiring stuff, you guys. Well done. So I know only because you told me, Dr. Fran, they're like having second guesses and right away the family's going all in on, oh, these lucky children. It seems like they mean well. Their intentions are, you know, to like, to be positive and support them in the adoption. At least that's the sense I get so far. Yeah, about that, actually. we. Yeah, we've <laughs> decided together uh, not to move forward with the foster thing. Yeah, we, we just realized we hadn't thought it through properly, so. Yeah, Jesus Christ. This is great news. I mean, we were all being supportive to your faces. Oh, yeah, but... we all thought you were out of your minds. I never said anything, but I, I'm thankful to hear this. Oh, no! <laughs> okay, so maybe they were playing it up a little too much to be like, oh, these lucky children in the adoption, and right away they're all like, well, we all think it's a horrible idea behind your back. Not good. <laughs> I also, wall because the listeners obviously can't see the clip, at this point, this was supposed to be a prayer and then gets completely interrupted. Yeah. Everyone has opened their eyes except one person still has his eyes closed. <laughs> What? This is the mom. Why? Ellie, let's not. No, no, no. I would be thankful to know why you all have a problem with this. I never had a problem with it. I think it's kind of smart. Have a couple kids without the pregnancy and the hormones and (gasps) the rage. Stop talking. (laughs) Did he say he thinks it's smart to have a kid that way? Yes. Oh, okay. At first I thought he said it's not smart to have a kid that way. I'm like, well, that's really rude. Like, adoption is a great thing to do. And then I realized he was saying that he... He's basically criticizing his wife, saying that when she was pregnant, she was hormonal and rageful, which is not nice. (laughs) Yep. And she's like, stop talking. (laughs) Yeah, now. Ellie, all I'm saying is that we're thankful that you and Peter are going to experience having the love of your own beautiful children rather than... Rather than what, Jen? Just spit it out. Hell, I'll say it. Rather than just rolling the dice with the offspring of some criminal or drug addict? To be honest, we were worried about our real kids' safety. Worried about their real kids' safety? Okay, this is taking a really negative turn. Yes. Like, they're being so judgmental um, and just very very cruel so mean rolling the dice with what did they say like a drug addict or criminal and even that she says our real kids safety as if the adopted children or foster children are not real kids in quotation cards yeah this is all you know at first like they were seemingly trying to act supportive but they all have very horrible thoughts and are saying horrible things about you know this family wanting to grow their family with adoption what were they to hang out with your kids if they're oh damaged goods you you know because when i was growing up in the neighborhood a lot of people thought i was damaged goods too we're not talking about you man we're talking about you know crack babies oh my gosh kids who have been sexually harassed sexually harassed what do you mean like their parents maybe made lewd comments you know what i mean wise ass you open your stupid eyes (laughs) 
How long is everyone's eyes closed? So that was the one character who still had his eyes closed. And he's, like, making all these comments about the children potentially, you know, coming from or having parents that are criminals or having been sexually, quote-unquote, harassed. Um, and so they finally yell at him to open his eyes. I also think it's very, like, presumptuous that they made the comment as well, like, well, now you can have the joy of having your own, like, real mm-hmm. children. You know, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I don't know the circumstances of the choices in which this particular couple is hoping to adopt. Um, some people want to have, you know, biological children using various methods and adopt. Some people have difficulty conceiving um, and therefore want to adopt. So I think it's really no one else's. I really don't think it's anyone else's place to criticize a family or a couple in which, you know, the ways that they want to grow their family or start a family. So I just think that that's really inappropriate. Yeah. And so many just assumptions and preconceived notions about adoption and, um, you know, maybe that they've seen on TV or movies or different things like that. But just a lot of really horrible judgments, pre like pre-made judgments about what this means to adopt children. Exactly. Very judgmental, very negative, And just like, you know, not founded in any fact. It's just like their own like feelings and thoughts and they just can't. It's like they have no filters, these people. Yeah. Kimmy, yeah. you of all people, what if you can't have a baby? Do not put that out oh into the universe, well, what if please? you can't? Well, oh my what God. are you going to do? Kim, if you don't quit being so nuts about this baby thing, I swear to God, I'm going to get pregnant again this afternoon just to spite you. And oh you know gosh. I can do it. Really? No. That's another thing I think that, you know, trying to conceive a child can be a very, you know, challenging, very sensitive subject. And so to also, is this, are they sisters, these two women? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of one of the sisters just to be like, you know, just to make you mad, I'm going to go and get pregnant because I can and who knows if you can. Like, I feel like that's also very cruel. Yeah. I'm sorry if we're not as politically correct as you guys, but our baby has to be our blood. Yes, oh absolutely. My oh blood. my God. Our blood. This blood. This blood right here. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Jerry, what do you think of all this? I'd be thankful if we could eat, Russ. <laughs> you just spent 30 minutes talking about the deep state. You don't have an opinion on your own family? <laughs> None of my business. <laughs> I think that's really funny that they were obviously having some kind of political discussion mm-hmm. before. And then, like, you want to talk about Thanksgiving dinner. Typical Thanksgiving dinner. But then they ask him, like, do you want to weigh in on your family? He's like, nope, not my business. Um, which I think you that's know, a at smart least he's move. Not, it could be a smart move. At least he's not saying anything negative, but he's also not, like, saying anything like, well, you guys are being, you know, judgmental or really negative. Like, True. he's not also trying to, like, um, mitigate any of the, <laughs> the yeah. conversation either. He definitely also has ulterior motives. You can't see this from the audio only, but he keeps glancing at. At the TV. He yes. clearly wants to be watching the football game that's on. He wants Thanksgiving dinner to happen so he can go ahead and eat and go watch his football. And so he just wants the conversation to be over. Yeah, he's very disinterested in the fight. He just wants football and turkey. Thank you, Daddy. And I would like you all to know that thousands of children are spending Thanksgiving without any family at all. And right now, I kind of envy them. But I know you guys love me. I know that I have a place to go to eat turkey and be thankful. But a lot of kids don't have that. And it's not their fault. And they're not damaged goods. So forget what I said before. It is back on. That's okay with you, honey. Yeehaw, baby. Yeehaw. (laughs) We're going to adopt a whole shit whack of kids. And I'm thankful that whoever has a problem with it can fuck right off. Well, good for her. I like that she stood up for herself. This is Rose Byrne's character. I like that she stood up for herself, and I agree with her completely. Like, there are a lot of children, you know, who don't have families, don't have turkey, don't have a safe space, and, you know, her and her husband, Mark Wahlberg's character, really want to be that for kids. I find that to be, you know, a very noble cause. Like, I think it's great that they, you know, feel that way. And I like that he jumped in and supported her. Like, they didn't even have, you know, maybe... I don't know if it's another rash decision. It seems like they're kind of going back and forth about whether or not they want to foster or adopt. And it seems like they had decided not to. And then out of spite, almost, like now they're going to do yeah. it. But at least Mark Wahlberg was supportive. <laughs> Amen. 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 
You can barely hear it at the end there, but the mom says, there goes another Thanksgiving. There goes another Thanksgiving. <laughs> and Rose Byrne and Mark Wahlberg look happy at the end, so it seems like they're glad that they made that choice. I'm not, you mentioned like they had one bad interaction with the kids, and so it kind of scared them like that they weren't going to be a good fit, but um, I, I mean, judging from the trailers and what little I know of the movie, I feel like it turns out to be rewarding for both them and the kids, so I think they're hopefully making the right decision. <laughs> Yeah, I really liked this clip because it highlights a lot of really interesting things about the holidays and family stress and getting a bunch of people into the same room and talking about a more sensitive topic and that like things can get really heated. You bring everyone together that have these very different opinions and feel very passionately about this issue and kind of the, you know, I like that at least at the end, it's kind of like, okay, this is it. This is how it's going to be. And Rose Burns like, you all can just, you know, deal with it. And they're like, okay, let's just eat our Thanksgiving dinner now. Yeah, let's just move on. And, you know, unfortunately, not too atypical, like when Rose Byrne and Mark Wahlberg mentioned, like, we're not going to move forward with the adoption, instead of the family members asking, like, oh, like, well, how do you feel about that? Or, like, why did you come to that decision? They just jump in with their own, like, opinions and judgments, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, one thing you can learn about communication is, like, when people are sharing things with family or they're wanting advice or just wanting to chat about something, like, sometimes it's just good to check in about what people are thinking and feeling because obviously – the family's opinions and thoughts were not wanted, were not, like, warranted, were not very appropriate, um, and just led to a lot of uh, increased tension. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. And as you mentioned, Dr. Fran, I think both of these clips, what they really highlight is that, you know, all families are different. Some families are able to spend a lot of prolonged time together, like, throughout the year. It seems like in... Um, in the clip from Four Christmases, they really don't see their family members. And when they do, there's, like, a lot of increased discomfort because they don't spend time together. And then, like, issues that arise when they do come together. It seems like in your clip, this family, like, maybe, like, spends, like, varying amount of times together. But when they bring up, like, more sensitive topics, people have, like, very mm-hmm. strong opinions. Um, so all of those things can definitely be heightened by the holiday season. We talk a little bit about those factors and things that could be helpful in our Grinch episode from last holiday season. So also check that out if you'd like a more in-depth dive into, you know, holiday stress, what causes it, what kind of factors and things that you can do that can potentially be helpful. We'll also link some of those resources on the website related to this mini session too. And send us your clips on your favorite holiday drama or family drama um, in the holiday season. (laughs) We did have some backup clips that we didn't end up playing that maybe we'll put on the website. My uh, backup clip was from the show, the HBO show Succession, which if, oh, awesome you've, seen. if you've seen that show, you know there's a lot of family dynamics and, you know, stuff going on and very complicated. And there's this uh, scene actually at Thanksgiving as well, um, but it just didn't translate as well without the visual. So I definitely recommend mm. folks who haven't watched that show, if you're into the family drama, family dynamics, corporate drama, uh, there's a good scene from that. And I was thinking about clips from the movie Family Stone. It's one where, again, like all family members come together. Um, One of the sons brings a new girlfriend who's like very different from the family. And so there's a lot of like tension. There's like a lot of like family secrets that are going on Mm -hmm. um, and just a lot of drama. I was going to play that one. It was a little more serious than the ones like we played today, Um, uh, but also covers like a variety of kind of like topics related to families and the holidays. So another good movie if you're interested in that topic. (laughs) 
Well, send us your other clips, either related to this second opinion or clips that you'd like us to cover on other second opinion episodes in the future. And we appreciate you joining us for today's episode. Yes. Enjoy your fall and the beginning of the winter holiday season. And please check out our website for some resources and additional, um, you know, you can watch both of these clips will be linked there as well as some other clips. Um, And please, as always, subscribe, rate, and review. Time's up. See you next session. We'd like to thank our producer, Brandon, creative director, Eric, and webmaster, Don. Welcome there, Freudian scripters. We hope you enjoyed our... <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to think of what to say. Like, hear ye, hear ye, Freudian scripters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, let's start again. <laughs>